righteousness to set us above all things that you have created, to make us a part of the Godhead. We bless you. We honor you. We thank you for making us complete in you. Father, as we gather to listen to your word and to your voice, let us not miss your voice. Let us not miss your voice. Let us hear you correctly and let situation change in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's my mouth of completeness. I want somebody to get a microphone. A microphone. If you have one, I want you to open to Genesis chapter 4. Or you can read it from the projection. Genesis chapter 4. We'll read from verse 9 to 17. Genesis 4, chapter 9, verse 9 to 17. Yeah, it's right here. It's right here. And the Lord said to Cain, where is Abel, your brother? And he said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? And the Lord said, what have you done? What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood is crying to me from the ground. The voice of your brother is crying to me from the ground. And now you are caused by reason of the act. And now you are caused. Who pronounced this? God. And now you are caused by reason of the act. Which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood. Not because, not because of what Cain did. Because the earth chose to receive the blood. Read it again. Now. And now you are cursed. Now you are cursed. By reason of the earth. By the reason of the earth. Which has opened its mouth. Which has opened its mouth. To receive your brother's blood. To receive your brother's blood. From your hand. From your hand. Go ahead. And you, and you till the ground, it shall no longer when, yield. When you till the ground. When you till the ground, mm -hmm. it shall no longer yield to you. Its strength. When you till the ground, it will no longer yield to you his strength. You shall be a fugitive and a vagabond on the earth. You shall be a fugitive and a vagabond on the earth. Perpetual exile. Perpetual exile. 
a downgraded outcast. A downgraded outcast. Then Cain said to the Lord, Listen, then Cain, that have done an abominable thing, was able to face God, was able to reply God. He replied God and said, God, their punishment is too much for me. Read it. Then Cain said to the Lord. Then Cain said to the Lord. My punishment is greater than I can bear. Their punishment is greater than I can bear. Behold. Behold, you have driven me out this day from the face of the land. You have driven me out from the face of the land. And from your face I will be hidden. And from your face I will be hidden. And I will be a, a, fugitive. a fugitive and a vagabond. And I will be a fugitive and a vagabond. a vagabond. And a wanderer on the earth. And a wanderer on the earth. And whoever find me will kill me. And whoever find me will kill me. Cain had everything that God said correctly. Cain heard everything God said correctly and repeated it to him. But he said, I disagree. God just pronounced a curse on the earth that received the blood of, of Abel. And he made declaration over over Cain. But Cain stood in the presence of God and told God everything that he said because he understood what he said. And he heard what God said clearly and repeated it to him. He said, and the Lord said, God, 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 God said to Cain, the Lord said to him, therefore, if any one kill Cain. Vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark or sign upon Cain, lest anyone finding him should kill him. What did he just do? He killed his brother. Did you know that Cain never knew what he actually did? Because there was no precedence. When God asked Cain, where is Abel? He said, I don't know where he is. That was the truth. Because as of that time, Cain never knew what happened. He could see Abel on the ground. But Abel was not responding to him. Abel was still with him. But Abel could not respond to him. But the only one that knew Cain has died was God. So when God asked, asked Cain, where is your brother? He said, I don't know. I'm not his keeper. You are his keeper. So you should know. 
And God, the keeper of Abel, knew what happened to Abel. I say, God is your keeper. I say, God is your keeper. You say, God is a kind God. God is a kind God. Jesus Christ came back for us. Through the resurrection of his death. So we can be equipped to understand and do his will. And last week I told you, for you to know God's will, for you to do God's will, you need to know his will. For you to know God's will, you need, for you to do God's will, you need to know his will. And for you to know his will, you need to hear his voice. Not just hear his voice, hear it correctly. Because if you don't hear the voice of God correctly, it is dangerous. It could cost you your life. It could cost you everything you have. It could cost the life of a nation. It could cost great damage that you don't really want. But Cain heard the voice of God correctly and repeated everything to God as he has said. But he said, I disagree with you, God. This punishment is too much. It's too much for me. It's okay for the earth not to yield the increase, not to yield to, yield to me of his strength. But for me to be cast away from your presence, I don't want that. For me to be banned from your presence all of my life, I cannot live with that. Why? Because he knew what happened to Adam and Eve, the spirits. Let's see what happened to Cain. So Cain went away from the presence of the Lord. And dwell in the line of Nod, wandering east of Eden. Verse 17. And Cain's wife, one of Adam's offspring, became pregnant and born Enoch. Keep it there. And born. You know, 17, that's where we are stopping. Read the next sentence for me. And, and Cain built a city and named it after his own son. Keep it, keep it, keep it, keep it, keep it. And Cain did what? Built. A city, not a house. Who cursed him? Who pronounced judgment over him? God. He said the earth, by the reason of accepting the blood of Abel from your hand, it will no longer yield. It will no longer yield. 
a strength to you. He will no longer yield his strength to you. I say, may the Lord cause the ground to yield his strength to you. Because Jesus Christ came to restore that to you. So that the earth will yield, we yield, we yield his strength to you. Say to yourself, the ground, the earth is yielding his strength to me. The earth is yielding his strength to me. One of the songs we sang earlier, he said, my heart is full. Oh, hallelujah, how I love that song. He said, my heart is full because Christ dwells inside of me. The heart, my heart, my heart is full. Oh, hallelujah. Do you understand what you just said? Your heart is full. Your heart is full. Why? Because the grave is empty. He no longer dwells in the grave. He dwells inside of me. My heart is full. The grave is empty. No space for failure. Oh, hallelujah. I said the earth will yield his strength to you. My heart is full. My heart is full of grace. My heart is full of possibility. My heart is full of strength. My heart is full of joy. My heart is full of life. For he dwells in me. He dwells in me. He dwells in me. Not in the grave. If Cain, Cain, Cain was able to abuse city. A man that was a fugitive. I say anything you are involved with will succeed. In the name of Jesus Christ. For the Bible says all things work together. I say all things work together for the good of those that love him. Are you one of them? And and Cain and Cain built a city. Cain, Cain built a city. He was not caused by a native doctor. He was not caused by a man. He was not bound by man. But he was banned from the presence of God by God himself. The title of the message is hearing the voice of God correctly. Hearing the voice of God correctly. I said Cain. The Bible says, and Cain built a city. Whatever you are building, you will succeed in it. I said, whatever you are building, you will succeed in it. Because he dwells in you. 
You have greater ability than Cain. You have God with you. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. He dwells inside of you. You have the ability. You have the tenacity. You have the strength to carry on. It's like you don't believe what I'm telling you. Hebrews chapter 13. Hebrews chapter 13. Verse 20, 21. That's our theme of the month. Hebrews 13. Verse 20. And 21. Now, may the God of peace. Cain did not have peace. He was vulnerable. But he was able to build cities. Now may the God of peace, who is the author and the giver of peace, where is he? Inside of me. Tell somebody I have peace. He dwells in me. He dwells in me. He lives in me. My heart is full. No space for failure. No face for defeat. No time for fear. Hallelujah. And now, may the God of peace, who is the author of peace, who brought again, I want you to hear that, who brought Again, from among the dead, our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep. Who brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood that seal, ratify, the everlasting agreement, covenant, testament. The great shepherd, he ratified it with his own blood. Why? Why? Go to the next verse. Strengthen. Hallelujah. Strengthened. Strengthened. Complete. Perfect. To strengthen you is to make you perfect. You may have been weak. You may have been discouraged. You may have been frustrated. But God of peace is there to guide you. To steady you. To make you complete whatever was lacking. He will put them in place. Whatever was lacking. It will cause it to be complete. Perfect. What he's saying is that. The God of peace make you righteous. Without defects. Without defects. 
without defects. Complete. Perfect. And I said, you should write this Bible verse. You, not only should you just write it. You know what I do with it? I, I write it out with my hands, the verse, and I repeat it over and over again until you enter your system. I want you to know that God of peace came back from the dead. Came back from the dead. That's why the grave is empty. Why? Because he lives in you. And he lives in you to do something for you. That's what this verse is going to tell you. One is to make you complete, perfect, and strengthen you. And make you. And make you what you ought to be. You may not have been what you're supposed to be. But he said he will make you complete to be what you ought to to what? Ken did not have this opportunity. Ken did not have it. Ken did not have it. Tell somebody I'm completing him. I'm completing him. I am perfect. You may not feel like it. You don't need to feel it. You don't. Believing is not feeling. You just say what God said. You just say what God said. You heard Cain. Repeated to God what he said. He said, yes, I heard you, God. This is what you said. You said, I should go. The earth will not yield his strength to me. That's fine. It's okay. But for me to be cast away from your presence, no, I don't. I don't like that. It's too much for me. What did God say? God said, you know what? I will put a mark on you. May God put a mark on you. May God put a mark on you to, for people to favor you. For people to move you from the back of the line to the front of the line. To make system work together for your good. In the name of Jesus, whatever has not been complete, by the blood of Jesus, by the resurrected Lord, may it be complete in your life. Romans said, in the book of Romans, he said, all things work together for the good of those that love him. So, your things might not be complete yet. Your things might not be working the way you ought. You wanted it to work. What do you need to say to those things? You say to the things just the way Cain talked to God. He said, all things, all things, all things work together for the good of them that love him. And for me, do you know if Jesus Christ, he Jesus Christ came and said, all things work together for your good. Will you believe it? Will you believe it? And will it work? So when he now said you should say it, why are you not saying it? 
Did he say you should always say it when it looks good already? No. No. If you want God's power to show on your behalf, you should be able to say what God says irrespective of the situation. Your business may not have been doing well. Your investment may not have been doing well. Your kids may not have been doing well. Your body may have been weak. Sounds like it's not complete. God did not make a mistake. Jesus Christ finished the work. Let's see what he said. Strengthen. Complete. Perfect. And make you what you ought to be. What you ought to be. And equip you with every good, with everything good, with everything good, equipped you with everything good that you may carry out his will. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That you may carry out his will. His will. His will for you is that everything work together for who? For your good. Everything work together for my good. 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 I said for you to carry out his will, you need to know his, his will. And for you to know his way, you need to hear his voice correctly. You might hear it clearly, but if it's not correct, you will still make an error. Moses heard the voice of God clearly. He said, go, Moses. Go, Moses. And speak to the rock. Go, Moses. Speak to the rock. Tell the rock to bring forth water for you. Moses heard him correctly. Moses heard him clearly, but did not hear him correctly. And what happened to Moses? He striked. He striked the rock. And God was celebrating him. God clapped for Moses. Did Moses get what he wanted? He did. He wanted water for his people. He got it. But who suffered for it? Moses. All right. Let's look at the case of David. Are you ready? David was a king who loved God. He was a king that knew that without God, he could do nothing. But he missed the voice of God once, and it was deadly. May you never miss the voice of God. Over the last week, I've been praying that prayer. God, I will never miss your voice. Teach me to hear your voice correctly. Help me to hear your voice correctly. Let me not second guess your voice. Let me not miss your voice. Let me not guess your voice. 
One of the ways not to miss God's voice is to know what he has said in his word and know it correctly. Know what he has said in his word and know it correctly. Correctly. First Samuel, Second Samuel chapter 22, Second Samuel chapter 24, pardon me, Second Samuel 24 verse 1. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's see. Somebody read for me. Hallelujah. Get the mic and read it. Again, the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel. Again, the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel. And he moved David against them. And he moved David against them. Saying, go, number Israel and Judah. He said what? Go, number Israel and Judah. What will you think if you just read this verse? That God sent David. And the angel, again, the anger of the Lord was kindled. The anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel. And he moved David against and he moved David against them saying, go number Israel and Judah. Verse 2. For the king said to Joab, the captain of the host who was with him, mm -hmm. go now through all the tribes of Israel, from Dan even to Beersheba, and count the people that I may know their number. Mm -hmm. Verse 3. And Joab said to the king, May the Lord your God add a hundred times as many people as there are. He said, and Job said to the king, may the Lord your God add a hundred times as many people as there are. And let the eyes of my Lord the king see it. But why does my Lord the king Delight in this. But the king, but the king's word prevailed against Joab and the commanders of the army. So they went from the king's presence to number the Israelites. Hearing the voice of God correctly. Hearing the voice of God correctly. God loved David. He even put somebody to checkmate him. The commanders. The commander said, if God multiply this army a hundredfold, may the 
king, I see it. The king, because he had heard something, he thought it was the voice of God. He thought he was doing the will of God. Was adamant. What prideful. Don't you know I am the king? Don't you know I'm the pastor? God only talk to me. God don't talk to anyone. Don't you know I am the husband? I know all things. I am the breadwinner. I choose what I spend my money on. I choose where I go. I am the brightest in my, in my class. So whether I read or I don't, it doesn't really matter. Whether I do my assignment, it doesn't really matter. Because I am the brightness. What are you doing? You are depending on your strengths. You are depending on your ability. You are depending on your wisdom. You're not depending on God. But God said he let Jesus Christ come back from the dead. So I to equip you to do his will. To equip you to do his will. To equip you to do his will. To do his will. Equipped you. Equipped you. So that you be what you ought to be. Not what you want to be. Did you hear me? To be what you ought to be. Not what you want to be. Most people only want what they want. Not what God wants. What happened to David? Read verse 7 for me. And came the stronghold of Tyre to the cities of the Hivites and the Canaanites. And they went out to the south of Judah at Beersheba. So they were doing the counting. They were doing the census. Counting all the armies. Verse 8. So when they had gone through all the land mm -hmm. taking the census, yeah. they came to Israel, and at the end of nine months and 20 days. How long did it take them to do the, the command of the king? Nine months and 20 days. And the Bible says, God, give to the sinner to live 120 years. To see if he will repent. It didn't say the righteous. So the righteous can die anytime. Doesn't matter to God. Because eternal life is at work in him. It's not the number of your days that matters. It's what you are and what God has made you. Oh, hallelujah. You didn't hear me. I said, God gave to the sinners. To live 120 days so as to give them opportunity to repent. They might change their hearts. It took David how many days? Nine months and 20 days. That's what happened. 
verse 9. And Joab gave the sum of the numbering of the people to the king. Mm -hmm. They were in Israel 800,000 valiant men who drew the sword. It was, it was 8,000 valiant men who drew the sword. And the men of for Judah. Israel. And the men of Judah were 500,000. And the men of Judah were 500,000. Okay? Go ahead. But David's heart smote him after he had the numbered, after he had numbered the people. Did you hear that? He said, David's house heart did what? So he was pricked in his heart. That's how some people will put it. His heart was telling him, this thing you did. <clears throat> I think it's wrong. He said his heart, his heart told him, this thing you just did is wrong. I thought it was God that told him to go do it. No, God never told him to do it. Let's continue. And David's heart? Smote him after he had numbered the people. Mm -hmm. And David said to the Lord, I have sinned greatly in what I have done. I have sinned greatly in what I have done. I beseech you. I beseech you, O Lord. Take away the iniquity of your Take servant. Take away the iniquity of your servant. For I have done very foolishly. For I have done very foolishly. Why? Because he heard the voice wrongly. Because he heard the voice wrongly. Because he heard the voice wrongly. Now, he dawned in his heart. And he said to himself, I have done very foolishly. All right. God said, all right, David, thank you so much for catching yourself. Sometimes it might be too late. It might be too late. Moses did not get a second chance when he missed God's voice. David is pleading now. Oh, God, please. Accept my foolishness. How do we describe David? A man, a man, a man, a man, a man after God's heart. Missed it. May you not miss the voice of God in your life. May you not miss the voice of God in your marriage. May you not miss the voice of God in your business. May you not miss the voice of God. Don't get too familiar with God. Don't ignore his word. Don't ignore his instructions. Don't allow your circumstances speak to you louder than the voice of God. Don't allow your pain to speak 
louder than the voice of God. This can only happen when you neglect the word of God. Go ahead. When David arose in the morning, the word of the Lord came to the prophet God. God said, you know what? Since you are, you are door of hearing now, I'm going to send somebody that still know how to hear from me. So then David rose in the money, and the word of the Lord came to the prophet God, David Seer, saying, Go and say to David. Go and say to David. Thus says the Lord. Thus says the Lord. I hold over you three choices. I hold over you three choices. Select one of them. Select one of them. There is no, you can't pray your way out of this. You can't you can sing your way out of this. You can't worship out of this. You can't give. You can't give your way out of this. Do you know it's not every sacrifice that God accepts? It's not every praise. It's not every worship that God accepts. It's not. As king, did God accept his offering? May God accept your offering. It's a privilege and honor for God to accept your offering. There is so much I want to share with you. Do you have the time to receive what God has for you? He said, I have three choices. Three choices. And you must take one. You must take one. Read it. So God came to David and told him, and said, shall seven years of famine come to your land? Shall seven land of famine come to your land? Since you are the big guy now, you have made it. You have made it. You have arrived. Oh, you have arrived. Since you are the big man, should seven years of famine be enough to bring you back to cause you to hear clearly? Or... Will you flee three months before pursuing your enemies? He said, do you want to run for three months? You want me to send you in to Ezra for three months? You and your people for three months? Will you flee three months before your pursuing enemy? May your enemy not succeed over you. May you not flee in the face of your enemy. May you not flee in the face of your enemy. I say, may you not flee in the face of your enemy. For no weapon from against you will prosper. And no tongue that rises up against in judgment will succeed against you. Or do you prefer three days of pestilence in your land? How do you prefer three days of pestilence in your land? Consider and see what answer I shall return. Somebody say, I love God. He said, consider. <laughs> consider this and make your choice. I am not in haste. I'm here. I am the Alpha and the Omega. When you decide, come to me. 
the man after God's heart. There's a song that said, I stand in awe of you. When you forget to stand in all of God, you will do whatever you choose. And the consequences might be irreversible. My heart is full. My heart is full. The grave is empty. So which one will you choose for David? May God not give you these three choices in your life. May you never come to this point in your life, in your ministry, in your journey, where you are not choosing from the blessings of God. I said, may you not come to a place where you are not choosing from the blessings of God. May you always choose from the blessings. He said, the wealth of the sinners will come to you. May you have the capacity and the room to store it. Oh, hallelujah. I said, may you have room to store the blessings of God. The earth will yield his strength to you. So you will have the capacity. Jesus Christ said, I am the bread of life. I came. I came for you that you may never hungry. That anyone that eats from me will have everlasting life. Hear the voice of God correctly. And David said to God, I am in great distress. Oh, hallelujah. David said to God, said to God, the prophet, I am in great distress. Let wait, wait, let me explain this. You, you, you don't really understand what happened. For you to understand what happened, you have to read uh, Chronicles chapter 1, verse 20. Chronicles chapter 1, verse 20, we explain to you what happened. What prompted David to do this. Do you guys have time? Let's just look at it quickly. We'll come back here. Chronicles 20. First Chronicles 20. No, not 21. 20. 20. Start from verse 4. After this, there arose a war at Gezer. After these, there arose war at Gezer. With the Philistines. With the Philistines. Mm -hmm. Then Sebastia. Sebastia. The Hushanites. Mm -hmm. Flew Sapea. Okay. 
And the sons of the giants. And the sons of the giants. And they were subdued. And they were subdued. Who were they fighting for? For David. Go ahead. There was a war again with the Philistines. He said there was a war again in the Philistines. And Elam, the son of Jerah, was slew. Elam, the son of Jerah, slew Lami. Lami. The brother of of Goliath. The brother of Goliath. The Gittites. The staff of whom spear was like a weaver's beam. Verse 6. Read it. And again there was a war. He said, and again there was what? Another war. Mm -hmm. At Gath. Where was a man of great stature? Where was a man of great stature? Who had 24 fingers? Who had 24 fingers? How many do you have? Ten. You have 10. But this guy had how many? 24. 24. He must be very small. He was the brother of who? The other one was the brother of Goliath. Now this was a relative. But we were from the same family, the same tribe. They were big men. They were heavy warriors. You will see them and you will fear. But God gave them victory. Go ahead. Six on each hand mm -hmm. and each foot. Okay. He was also born to the giant. He was also born to the giant. Verse 7. And when he reproached and defied Israel. And when he reproached and defied Israel. Jonathan of Shema. And Jonathan of Shema. David's brother. David's brother. Slew him. Slew him. Did you hear that? How many wars? Four wars. Who gave them victory? Who gave them victory? God gave them victory. And when you go to the next chapter, verse 21, chapter 21. Before we go there, is that the last? Is that the last of 20? Yes, go to 21 now. Let's see what happened. Satan. After this great victory, Satan. An adversary. An adversary. Stood up against Israel. Stood up against Israel. And stirred up David. And stirred up David. To number Israel. To number Israel. After a great victory, where he was supposed to be celebrating, rejoicing, thanking God for the victory, thanking God, rejoicing, singing, dwelling in his word, renewing his mind with the word of God. He said, Satan stirred his heart. Satan stirred his heart to number, to number Israel. Did God send him to number Israel? He thought he was what? Was hearing from God. Satan stirred his heart to number Israel. Verse 2. David said to Job, David said to Job, and the rulers of the people, and the ruler of the people, go number Israel, go number Israel, from Beersheba to from Dan, from Beersheba to Dan, and bring me the total, and 
bring me the Torah. That I may know it. That I may know it. Uh -huh. Joab said what? Verse 3. This is very important what this guy said. And Joab answered. Joab answered. May the Lord multiply his people. May the Lord multiply his people. A hundred times. A hundred times. But my Lord the king. But my Lord the king. Are they not all the Lord's servants? Are they not all yours? Are they not all yours? And why does my Lord require this? Why? Why do you require this? Why? Why? Will he bring guilt upon why? Israel? Did you hear that? Why must you bring guilt upon Israel? Why? 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 He did not listen to this man. He did not. May you not miss the voice of guidance in your life. May you not miss it. Learn to hear the voice of God correctly. What happened? Let's, I know we're taking a lot of time. What did he say? Go on, the next verse. But the king's word prevailed but against the king's Joab. word prevailed. But the king's word prevailed. Can I, can I just put something out for you? The Bible said, he had made us prince and kings. Priests and kings. Kings. And the word, but the king's word prevail against Joab. As kings, as priests, whatever you say, you will have it. I say, whatever you say, you will have it. So learn to say what God said. Learn to say what God has said. God has said all things. How many? Work together for my good. I said all things. As a king, expect your word to materialize. I say expect your word to materialize. Your word will never fall to the ground. May Satan not dance when you speak. May them be frightened from their, from their call of their life. He said, and they, but the king's word prevailed against Joab. And the king's word prevailed against sickness. And the king's word prevailed against poverty. And the king's word prevailed. Are you hearing me? Act as a king. I said, my heart is full. My heart is full. Of full, full of his righteousness, full of his ability, full of his presence, because I am equipped by him. You are equipped to do his will. Equipped to do his will. And the grave is empty. The word of the king prevailed. So Joab departed and went through all Israel and came to Jerusalem. What happened? He counted 
the people. Say why God was mad. What, why God was, gave him those three choices was because he listened to the voice of, of Satan. Go to the next verse, verse 6. And see the consequences of missing the voice of God. Next verse. Seven. But God was displeased with this reliance on human resources. Do you hear what he said? Because God was displeased because David relied on human resources. He relied on what he could see. He wanted to be like any other king. He wanted to be like any other nation that could count their number of, of warriors, fighters, and say they succeed because they have the best. May you not depend on your ability. May you not solely depend on your abilities. May you learn to depend on God. Said, and God was displeased with this reliance on human resources and he smote Israel. Verse 8. And David said to God, I have sinned greatly because I have done this thing. But now I beseech you, take away the hateful wickedness of, the, of your servant, for I have done very foolishly. Why did he do very foolishly? Because the word of God departed from his mouth. Deuteronomy chapter 17. Deuteronomy 17, 17. Deuteronomy 17, 17. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Hallelujah. You will not depart from the will of God. Because Christ is in you to instruct you. 1717, Deuteronomy 1717. And he shall not multiply wives to himself. That is mind and heart torn. Turn not away. Neither shall he greatly multiply to himself silver and gold. You know who he's talking about? The king that they will select, that God will choose for Israel. Go to verse 18. Verse 18. And when, read this, and when, when he sits on his royal, on his royal throne, he shall not, he shall write for himself a copy of the law in his, in a book. This is what God's instruction to all the kings of Israel. For them to rule successfully and to rule according to God's will, he said they must have a copy of the law. And for you to be a successful Christian, you must have a copy of the Bible and read it. You must have a copy of the Bible and study it. You must have a copy of the Bible, study it, and talk God's talk. 
Are you hearing me? All right. He said, and when he sits on his throne, if you are not reading the word of God and you have been made a king, you are running in emptiness. When he sits on his throne, he shall write for himself a copy of this law in a book. Out of what is before the Levi's priest. 19. And he shall keep it with him. And he shall read in it all the days of his life. That he may learn. That he may learn reverently to fear the Lord his God. By keeping all the words of this law. And these statues and doing them. Did David do that? David did not do it. What did he lead him to? Error and foolishness. He missed the voice because he refused to read the word. He refused to study the law. He refused to stay as the king elected by God and not depend on man. Hearing the voice of God correctly, let us pray. Hindira laremo selegeri mahaya taragaye. Hingaregeri mahaya indiriagaya harabasondoria. Heleri mahele ingara hayatiria gayondoria. Mandore geliarama sotabaya. In the name of Jesus. You will not miss the voice of God. You will not miss out in this season. What God has said to do in this season, you will not miss out of it. I declare that the heavens will cooperate with you. I declare that the earth will yield his strength to you. In the name of Jesus, the word of God will produce results in your life. May the power of God equip you to do his will. May you always have the ability, the capacity to do God's will. In every circumstances, may you see God and not see your circumstances. In the name of Jesus, I declare that that Bible verse, that all things work together for the good of those that love God will be your inheritance. In the name of Jesus Christ. Everything that the enemy has used to taunt your life. To say God's word will not work. I declare there is a turnaround right now. In the name of Jesus. The power of God will work on your behalf. The word of God will cause deliverance to come to you quickly. In the name of Jesus Christ. Every power that try to mimic the word of God in your life that try to tell you what God has not said, to deceive you, to cause you to ask foolishly. Today, I silence those voices in the name of Jesus. Amen. 
every voice of defeat, every voice of failure, every voice of fear forever be silent in your life. You will hear the voice of gladness. You will hear the voice of rejoicing. And your mouth will testify to the goodness of God. That God is able and God is willing to do for you what he has said. In the name of Jesus, that will be your testimony that in all things, you are more than conqueror. You are more than conqueror because he lives in you and so shall he be. In Jesus' name, amen. Let us share the grace. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy is following us all the days of our lives. And we are dwelling in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. God bless you.